Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Get the Table, another wrestling roundtable discussion podcast with myself, Adam Wilborn, Michael Sidgwick, and Andy Murray from What Culture here to discuss another burning wrestling issue. And that issue today is how Tony Khan should save AEW Rampage. Uh, Sidge, what did you make of AEW Rampage's worst rating ever this week? Thoroughly deserved. Thoroughly deserved. I was like the sicko in the meme. Like the window like that. Because <laughs> the lower that demo goes, was it 0.08? Yep. Yes. That's pathetic. That's truly pathetic, but utterly, utterly deserved. The lower it goes, the more hope you have of watching a decent hour of television that actually tries and actively tries. Um, it's been coming. It's been coming for a long time. The viewership decline is quite incredible and really stark in contrast to NXT 2.0 slash NXT, which in 2022 has improved upon its 2021. This is a TV property, which is great in itself, much less a wrestling property in a state of growth. I personally don't know how they've done it. I'm not the biggest fan of NXT 2.0 or NXT. It's not for my sensibilities at all, but clearly... They are doing something right. And the fact that a show that is as not great, let's face it, is NXT. And I'm not just talking about the way they tell the stories and some of the more fantastical gimmicks, scripts. Mm-hmm. The level of wrestling isn't that good on it by design. Mm. It exists, and God bless it, it gets a rights fee for doing so to showcase and set a stage on which young talent can improve. It's not there to be that good. That's not really the core function of the show. It's meant to be like completionist fair for the ultra-hardcore WWE stan. And the fact that that product with that level of talent, and yes, there are some great talents on Mm. there, but, you know, the vast majority are very, very green and very, very inexperienced and working out their characters and all the rest of it. The fact that that show with that level of in-ring quality, right, can improve and grow Mm -hmm. in stark contrast to um, AEW Rampage is really, really, really telling. Yeah, it's you don't need to sell me on NXT. It's a fantastic show, best show of the week. Um, but uh, in terms of Rampage, Andy, you know, mm. this is a show that has, very different time, obviously, and very different personnel, hit a million viewers in the past. It's not very fair to compare it to that, obviously. It's completely unfair to compare it to that, yes. But it has <laughs> it has unquestionably been dwindling. Uh, Brandon Thurston, as you alluded to, has, has pointed out the steady decline of AW Rampage in the recent months. Yeah. Um, what do you make of it all? Where did it all go wrong? Um, 
Well, Tony Khan has never made... Rampage has been appointment viewing precisely once, and that was when <laughs> yeah. a certain guy turned up for the first time in seven years in his hometown and created the most memorable wrestling moment of that year. Um, Tony Khan has never gone out of his way to create appointment viewing with Rampage. Um, there are certainly matches you can point to uh, in a vacuum over the years where he has put them on Rampage and it's like, oh, that's really great. Well, what's this doing here? Blah, blah, blah. Like the first episode, for example. Uh, and then things like, obviously, the week he was going head-to-head, quote-unquote, <laughs> with SmackDown. And we had the we had the pre-Rampage and all of that stuff. And then, of course, you know, certain ratings memes spawned out of that. I won't harp on ratings too much because the problem with talking about ratings on our channel is that our audience don't really care about them. And if I do it for too long, our audience will do the same as the Rampage <laughs> audience, unfortunately. But yeah, for me, it's, it's really as simple as that. It's never appointment viewing. Um, Occasionally, you'll see John Moxley on the show or, or someone of that ilk, but they'll be wrestling Daddy Magic in a match that might be fun, um, but there's no doubt as to who's winning. It's not going to go longer than eight or ten minutes. You're not going to get your you know usual high level, whatever, whatever. It's going to be a screw around match or whatever. Um, I think it speaks volumes that we've not yet seen uh, a, a trios match in the ongoing Best of Seven yeah. series. You have seven matches, Anthony, if you wanted to kind of tell people that maybe Rampage is going to be a little bit more important. That'd be very easy to do. But you've been conditioned to accept this as a B-show. Wrestling executives speak out on the concept of B-level things all the time, right? When the TNT title came in, it's not a secondary title. It's going to be the same level of prestige when uh, when when Rampage, oh, it's not going to be a B-show. We're going to treat it with the exact same level. But inevitably, things become B by comparison, no matter what your best efforts are. And the best efforts of AEW to make Rampage appointment viewing and therefore compel people to tune in every single week went by the the wayside probably about three months in mm. i would gently and respectfully disagree with one take there they did try and differentiate rampage not as appointment viewing but certainly you have to watch this if you want to get the very best of aew this week it was the destination of cm punk matches yes or the exclusive yeah. destination of cm punk matches which would fall within the free monthish window that yeah, I, yeah 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 mm. yeah uh, so it was a destination for CM Punk matches. At various points, and again, this is very, very early in the run, he booked what was almost guaranteed to be the best TV match of the week across Wednesdays and Fridays on Rampage. Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson was one of the best matches of 2021. No way. Now, in December 2022, 2022, <laughs> 2022, would you see a match of that caliber on Rampage? He would save it for Dynamite. The thing... The precise moment for me, anyway, when I realized this has really, really fallen off is that uh, Tony Khan is very, very strict on tradition. He loves it. He wants to build tradition. Um, more often than not, there will obviously be examples that will be cited in the comments section. He's very, very strict with storyline continuity, something like um, the Elite Saga, for example. You can trace it back to day one. It predates AEW, in fact, and they've been relatively consistent with it. He likes to revisit the same markets at certain times of year to build a tradition. He will have um, New Year's Smash mm -hmm. and the TV specials on the same calendar every single year to build the tradition. And he himself has celebrated anniversary shows on Dynamite because he loves that October too, because it's a tradition, and he loves it. He did not celebrate the one-year anniversary of Rampage. August... 13, 2021, or there or thereabouts, went by with no celebration whatsoever. Um, and I think it's because if people were to, as people tend to do when, like, WrestleMania comes around, you talk about your favorite WrestleMania matches, it's a big, broad conversation. If people were talking about, oh, their favorite moments from Rampage, you'd think, well, nothing in the last five months, <laughs> apart from that time they did a live one in California and the Young Bucks wanted to work it. Um, oh, 
have to be something from September or October 2021. <laughs> or yeah, you're really going into like micro moments, aren't you? Like Athena clocking Aubrey the yeah. other week. Like little moments of just adrenaline spikes within that. You can't really sit there and go, yeah, remember that great 15-minute match? That it was so explosive and memorable from a few weeks ago. It's, it's it, There's no meat on those bones anymore. And pro wrestling, broadly, it's, it's extremely simple. Book things that people want to watch and that they, they watch the bloody show. Um, Orange Cassidy defending against QT Marshall. It's not going to attract people. <laughs> I would like to be there in the building for a match like that. Me too. I certainly waited until last possible moment to review it professionally mm. on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, <laughs> or wherever you get your podcasts from. Um, ultimately, right, Tony Khan isn't a stupid man. He is, in fact, a very intelligent man, okay? He knows this. He knows that Rampage is in the mud, to mm-hmm. use an old 2019 expression, Okay. Is it too conspiratorial of me to say that he's intentionally sandbagging this show? Because I don't even think it's a B-show anymore, and I'm not being hyperbolic. Like, some of the main events I've seen on that show, some of the cards I've seen on that show, like their elevation tier stuff, um, I don't even think it's a B-show anymore. I think it's a C or a D-show. And I have to think that. And I don't understand the businesses of this scenario I've just made up in my head. I don't understand the business reasons, but I'm just trying because I find it unfathomable, mm. man. I find it unfathomable because it's not just B-Show. It is so much lower than that at this present moment in time. Is he trying to make Dynamite the... like You'd hope that it would be number one every week in the cable yeah. ratings for the time slot and indeed the night. Uh, that's the aspiration for Dynamite. Is he trying to pre- preserve the special appeal of his Wednesday show, right, ahead of rights fee negotiations, with the idea being that if I kind of conflate the two properties and get some of the Rampage stink on Dynamite and just try and overload the consumer, that people will start to think of Dynamite as, like, a lesser show as well? Mm. Is, is he trying to make this comparison? Because I do not know what on earth he's doing, and it leads me to get very conspiratorial and suspicious. Probably very stupid things to think, because... More money generated by advertising is going to be more appealing to the Warner Brothers Discovery conglomerate, but there has to be another reason here. It's been so flat and inessential for the longest. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Fine. Well, yeah, as we get on to, to how he should go about fixing it, like you say, just to cover some of the things we talked about there, NXT and NXT 2.0, despite my love for that show, that beating age of AW and improving whilst, as Brandon Thurston pointed out, uh, Rampage declined, his jaw-dropping. I think you're right, Andy. I think the moment they said, here's the best of seven series, and you went, there's no Rampage on, <laughs> yeah. that, on that list, yeah. is, is big. I can't remember, you and I sit here and preview and review Rampage, what culture wrestling podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, every week. I cannot think of the last time we sat in this room and I asked you about a match and you didn't go, well, this is so-and-so is clearly winning this match. Like Darby Allen Colcott, for, for the most recent example, QT Marshall, as you said, challenging Orange Cassidy. Every single match, you go, right, that person's going to win because that person's just, you know, developmental talent or... You'd be, I've barely seen them on Dynamite, for example. In terms of fixing it, I've seen a, a various suggestions that I'm just going to throw at you now, Sige. I've seen people say they should make it a dedicated Ring of Honor show if they're, if they're not going to get a Ring of Honor TV deal separately. I've seen people say uh, they should make it just all women's wrestling on there, considering the lack of women's wrestling you get on Dynamite one match a week, uh, of course. They should make it live every week, as you alluded to. That does seem to to pique interest and the fact that people say, I don't really watch Rampage because I can read the spoilers about it on Thursday morning on the internet. Is that the fix? Well, there's a lot of data out there that suggests that even though I prefer to watch a live show on a subjective anecdotal level, because I think a lot of people I know or have read have said things to that effect, it doesn't really um, impact the ratings one way or the other, whether it's live or taped or spoilers are out there or whatever. It seems like one of those things that can't be true, but it in fact is. Um, As for a women's show, the problem with doing that, I would love it. More representation is absolutely the way forward. I would love to see a Jamie Hayter match every week. Mm -hmm. I would love to see an Athena match every single week um, because she's absolutely fantastic at the moment. Um, It would be fantastic for all sorts of reasons, but the problem with that is somehow he has contrived to create an even more foul stigma about women's wrestling than the Rampage brand. (laughs) So I think from a really sort of dry, ugly, capitalist money-making perspective, the idea of saving Rampage with something that's even lower in the minds of the audience is not a good business idea. Personally, subjectively, for my entertainment, yes, I would like that a great Mm. deal. It simply isn't tenable or viable, unfortunately, with the way these outfits make money. And along similar lines... The ROH brand is more dead than the Rampage brand, so that makes no sense either, even though it would solve a lot of problems. I think a lot of people don't want um, much of an ROH presence on AEW TV, even if it is debatably, debatedly um, overstated, particularly in recent weeks, of course. Um, But the problem with the ROH brand, and I feel like we could discuss it deeper Mm. um, in the near future, is that no one missed it. There wasn't enough time to miss it. It wasn't cruelly taken away from us um, in the mid-2000s when Brian Danielson was just rewriting the standard of in-ring professional wrestling. The brand was dead. It was invaded by Control Your Narrative. 
People didn't care about it. The Blue Dots became a meme for how empty those shows were, and it doesn't offer a single thing um, that AEW doesn't. It's not like the WWE ECW thing mm. where for two shows at least, it really felt like, how is this possibly being promoted under the WWE umbrella? It's so authentic and different and gritty and violent. That just does not exist conceptually with this ROH reboot whatsoever. So for all those reasons, I think it's a bad idea to put it on television. I don't think they'd even be allowed to put it on television because they themselves, Warner that is, probably realize the low brand value of that as well. So I don't think either of those fixes are viable for me. What do you think the solution is, Andy? Yeah, it's certainly not veering in either of those directions, I don't think. It's... it's Really easy to look at something like the Ring of Honor situation and go, hey, it needs a show, put it over here on Fridays. They aren't doing so well, but I think Fridays would perform perhaps even worse um, for the reasons that Sidgwick has outlined mm. there. Um, if Ring of Honor is to come back, it's going to be that completionist show. It's going to be probably something on a streaming platform that's a little bonus and a little extra incentive for subscribing or something along those lines. I'm not really sure. Lest we forget as well that when Ring of Honor was on TV recently, it was on the network of the company that owned the promotion. Yeah. So, boom, there you go. Um yeah, it, I mean, it, I think this is really simple. I think it's really, really straightforward. You have to put a, put a world title match on there every now and then. You have to put uh, a, a trios match that guarantees four and a half stars. You have to put Jamie Hayter versus Serena Deeb for 15 minutes. You have to eat a bit of dirt. Okada's here. What the hell? He's wrestling Darby Allen. Oh, it's on Rampage. I've got to tune in for that. you got to do that every week, and you're going to eat a bit of dirt for a while. You're going to put these matches on and you're not going to see instant results, and you're going to have a John Moxley match that only draws a 0.15 or whatever. Big deal. Um... To me, that's the only way to, to fix it. Uh, ratings are a product of momentum and marketing. The marketing is atrocious at the moment. It is, look, I like QT Marshall versus Orange Cassidy. I get a great deal of enjoyment out of both those yeah. guys. And Cassidy in the right situation is a big draw and is hugely over. It's not when he's going into a guaranteed win against the guy who is playing a goober on TV and never wins. Um, you, you simply have to market this better. And the way to market that better in pro wrestling is put things on the card people want to see. It's not simply a case of putting John Moxley on there against Daddy Magic because that did not work. That does not work. Britt Baker could wrestle uh, name uh, enhancement talent that AEW's used. Uh, Danny Luna, for example. Is she still a free agent? I have no idea. <laughs> go eight minutes or whatever. People are not just going to tune in because Britt Baker's there. They're going to go, oh, look, she's wrestling an enhancement talent. That would be on dark uh, a couple of months ago, that match. Um, it really is that straightforward. You need distinctive stuff as well, to a degree. I think you need to... I think it's good that things like the Athena story are largely playing out at the moment on Rampage, because I love that, mm. and it, it means I have to lock into it every week. Now, we obviously have to lock into it because we're content producers, but things like that are definitely good, and then when they cross over to Rampage, it rewards your investment and goes, hey, maybe I need to... When they cross over to Dynamite, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And you go, hey, maybe I should watch the show on Friday nights as well, because then I'll have more of an appreciation of this stuff, and it all has to feed into one another. Right now, Rampage feels like it's on an island. There's almost never a match that makes your eyeballs pop out of your skull. Uh, that is a huge problem. It should be a guaranteed source of great matches and great stories every single week, just like Dynamite, played out in an hour. I understand the skepticism, maybe on the booker's behalf, because the time slot stinks. Mm -hmm. They are never going to do good numbers in that time slot ever, barring getting uh, legendary cult voice of the voiceless figure out of retirement. <laughs> and there's only one of those, and he just uh, left in a pretty dubious standard. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, 
I think that the elaborate schemes to save this show are unnecessary. I don't think the Ring of Honor thing, for me personally, it's not a problem. It's the same guys. They're all AEW contracted stuff. I don't understand why this blows so many people's minds, but it clearly does blow it some blows people's my minds. Mind. Too many so, bloody titles. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I think you should bin those elaborate ideas and just book a good wrestling show. It sounds dumb. Sounds overly simple, but wrestling is simple. And it's best when it's yeah. How I've got an elaborate idea for you, but oh, carry on. Well, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say, we you know we we preview Dynamite as well, obviously. And yes, that's obviously the, the A show. That is where all the storylines and you know I can come into this this studio and ask you questions, even when nothing has been advertised to Dynamite about what's next for this person or this storyline or whatever. But arguably, we could come in here most weeks and I could just read out the fixtures to you: Dax Harwood versus Brian Danielson, for example, recently. And you get excited about that because, like you say, it's relatively predictable. We all kind of figured Brian Danielson was going to win that. But it is also, as Andy alluded to there, point of viewing. And no offense to, to Cole Carter, but it's Darby Allen versus Cole Carter. You know, is, is that the solution? Is it just put more big matches on, on Rampage? Fundamentally, I agree with everything that Andy Murray has said. And it's not just specific to Rampage. It's pro wrestling booking. If you book an attraction that people are interested in watching... They will watch it, and that has not been the case remotely for Rampage for several months, the odd exception outside, uh, aside, like Shibata versus Cassidy. I'm not going to complain about mm. that. That's on Rampage. I'm not going to watch that at all. So fundamentally, I agree with everything that Andy Murray has said. However, and I'm going to try and get him, him, him in particular on board with this argument. In season two or three of The Wire, right, <laughs> they are having a problem selling their product, right? Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> scared where this is going. They have a problem selling their product, right? What is the solution to the problem? They sell the same product, but it has a different name, and they convince people that, all oh, right, it's new. It must be much better. It's different to what, um, it's more powerful or more potent or whatever, right? Maybe that's the answer. If he truly cares, and I'm with Murray as well, terrible time slot. Mm -hmm. He wasn't going to say, oh, I don't want an extra hour of TV. Yeah. That obviously is going to curry favor with Warner Brothers Discovery. It's obviously a massive um, testament to the job he'd been doing. He was obviously going to gobble that up in only an hour as well. Maybe it was always fated to be this completionist fair that just about warrants the rights fee um, and all the rest of it. If he does care, and again, looking at those cards, I'm not convinced he is, you need to sell the product under a different name. If you rebrand Rampage and call it... Is he going to say AEW Fuse? AEW Fuse. I've been campaigning this from the beginning. Or AEW Lightning. Or <laughs> AEW whatever. Yeah. Not only will it um, sort of be... It will sort of cosplay as a different show, even if New that is not the case. New Coat of Paint. Right. What it'll do is... The very fact that you've changed the name of the show will sort of represent tacit acknowledgement that you know the old one has failed, that it's really not worked out, that the uh, the public is not interested in it remotely, right? But people will get excited about it again. It's the tacit acknowledgement of something new, something different, something better, but ultimately, why would you go to the exorbitant cost of new marketing materials, uh, a new logo, new trademarks, um the potential brand credibility issues that you could incur if you just don't care about it again, no matter what name it is. Because um, that would theoretically, if you try and launch a different product, like a reality show, mm -hmm. you'll come across like a con man just trying to sell the public on crap by a different name, like a snake oil salesman. Mm. Um, 
The question is not necessarily how Tony Khan should save Rampage. And I do think the answer is, if he cares, rebrand, because that brand name is dead, stigmatized as completely inessential. I think the real question is, does Tony Khan give a toss about Rampage? And increasingly, I'm very, very cynical about that answer. Before we wrap up, is there danger of it being cancelled, or do you think that's maybe a bit a bit too far in the realms of... Yeah, I mean, it, it's really difficult to say without diving into numbers that people find exceedingly boring. You know, we've got the, um, we've got the near the end now. We've got the retention <laughs> sorted. I think that um, this this topic is obviously quite poisonous. Um, how many times have we read from crap Twitter accounts that have news in their name uh, that <laughs> ah, Dynamite's going to go down to an hour. They're pissed off. They finished in the top one, but they're pissed off and they've had enough. Uh, Rampage still performs reasonably well for its time slot is the core fact uh, of all of this. You look at a 0.8 and it looks horrendous, but then you're like, okay, World Cup, NBA. Uh, there was a college football, which I think is big in the US. College, uh, imagine university sports in our <laughs> company, a country being on TV. Completely different culture. I, I love the American sports culture. You've got one, um, and it's the uh, boat, boat race. race. Yeah, it's the most <laughs> yeah. Tory piece of crap yeah. you can imagine. Um, so no, I don't think it's in danger of being cancelled. I think it harms AEW's value a little bit in the next round of negotiations. Uh, whoever enters that room might be like, what, what? Look at the trend more than anything else, rather than the baseline number. But it still performs relatively well in a bad time slot. Um, yes, these things look bad out of context, but when you pick them apart and get to the core of it, um, it it's 10pm on a Friday night, lads. I'm having a beer. I'm not watching wrestling. Mm. I'm DVRing that, and I'm watching it on Saturday morning with my cup of coffee. I think a lot of people are probably in the same boat. Yeah, it, it can be certainly uh, salvaged from the, what is it, 0 0.8? Uh, no, 0.08, sorry. That's right. And the uh, 360-odd thousand viewers. Like, you know, somewhere... It's slightly higher up is what they should be aiming for. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it it, but should. it's not going to be cancelled. Um, I wouldn't have thought so, no. no. Like, again, Murray's very correct. He's very sort of prudent with his data. It's a terrible time slot, and it routinely, not recently, which is a bit of a cause for concern, but routinely it usually outperforms the competition in that slot, mm. and it's a race for number one. And as Jerry Seinfeld sort of incredulously said... Quoting a lot of absolutely fantastic television yeah. here. Um, as Jerry Seinfeld incredulously responded to Larry King, there's a long way from being number one and being cancelled. Mm. So, it's not number one, but you know, it's not number 300, is it? <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, let us know your thoughts on AW Rampage or the soon-to-be-called AEW Fuse uh, in the comments section below or on Twitter at <laughs> WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch, they can follow all three of us. You can follow Andy Murray on Twitter at... At M. Sidgwick. You can follow uh, Michael Sidgwick on Twitter at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for hog, because I'm, you know, maybe he's hiding <laughs> one in there. Maybe. You can follow me on Twitter. Big feet, that's all I'm saying. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. But for now, this is me get the table. My thanks to Andy to Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.